0: July 6th, 2017, and the world of professional Dota is about to change forever. I'm Colin Detmar.
1: And I'm Nick Seese, and this is Bottle Crow. We're going to talk about Dota on a podcast.
0: I I did want to sound dramatic there, and I said forever, but it's entirely possible that after this,
1: next year, Valve will be like, actually, that sucked, so we're going back to the (laughs) old way. I mean, if we know anything about Valve, it's that they're completely consistent, constant, ever unchanging in the face of time indeed so let's talk Nick
0: first let's address we now have our full 18 teams for TI7
1: yes would you like to list them for me Colin because I don't know if I know
0: they are OG Virtus Pro Evil Geniuses Team Liquid Invictus Gaming Newbie Team NP Digital Chaos Infamous IG Vitality LGD Forever Young LGD Gaming TNC Pro Team, Fanatic, Execration, Team Secret, Planet Dog and Team Empires turned to ban. Um Yeah, I don't know. It's I'm surprised that Execration made it again, if I'm allowed to be yeah. a little snippy.
1: Um I mean, that, Planet like, Dog made it too.
0: Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> talked about that last time. That was that was a real a real humdinger. Planet Dog I'm looking at their icon now, and I, for a while now, I've thought that he had a tie, but it's just a collar. That's less exciting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, I'm excited. Um, still bummed
1: that, uh, Planet Odd didn't make it, but. Yeah. yeah. No Navi either. So I'm still bummed that, hey, whatever.
0: Whatever. Yeah. Uh, oh, it did come out. Uh, EE did, a uh, did a, uh, AMA and someone asked him what uh np stood for and team np and he said as well like at this point i mean nothing but like <laughs> the original plan was no problem no problem which i like team no problem
1: pretty close to no puppy
0: not uh? not really okay no <laughs> puppy no problem th- i don't
1: yeah i remember seeing that. he was it was cool that he you know dropped by mm hmm
0: he, it, it's weird to see AMAs where people like someone asks two questions and they just ignore one of the questions, like not even don't answer it, but
1: like pretend it wasn't asked. That's I mean, and, I, and I don't plan. Fair enough. It just, is I mean, weird. there's so many questions in there. It's just like, Hey, whatever. I'll I'll just come on and whatever. I mean, I'm sure, pretty sure, sure he like, somebody asked him what his favorite, like porn site was. <laughs> he, like, yeah. No. Get, you know, it's he was, he was pretty open. Boy.
0: Yeah. yeah. And there were also some questions where someone's like, you know, like blah, like, like, what do you think about puppy? And also, like, you know, some other stupid question. He's like, I'm not going to answer that first one. Second one, and it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Yep. Like, um, anyway, though, actually, that's a bad example because people asked him about puppy, and he didn't shy away from his answer. Generally, True. it's just sort of like, well, nothing. We yeah. we can, you know, we can have a conversation. We're not friends. Like, <laughs> okay, <yeah>. fair.
1: Yep. <laughs> I mean, they did he that, still owes that me money. video together at the summit. <laughs>
0: Remember when yeah, you do... yeah, you know. Yeah. He's a professional.
1: He can move on. Yeah, I think this was um, right, he did his MA after he released, you know, the latest in the EE blogs about mm-hmm. what we're going to talk about today. Well, it was kind of, I mean, did you Somewhere. read the whole blog? Yep. It was, yeah, it was kind of about it was, that. It was, it was related to, you know, what r- we've been talking related. about about. People in the scene <sighs> having opinions and stuff. Nick, what have we been talking about? We've been talking about the 2017-2018 competitive season update from Valve Corporation. Indeed, indeed. That's uh, that's Valve Software for all the actually software no, that they they've make actually changed a few years really? ago from
0: Valve Software. Yep, I feel like <laughs> that we've had was this a discussion logical before. move. We haven't. We probably should oh, have. I don't know. Okay. Uh, maybe you had it with. I don't know. I don't think I've had it before. But that's like. I feel like that change is incredibly telling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they do
1: make hardware too. So yeah. Kind and of, not very barely. much software. <laughs> they make a lot of patches for their software, Colin. True, yes. true.
0: So Nick, the, they're they're announcing that there's going to be another year
1: of Dota. I guess. I mean, yeah. I mean, we thought they like, were just going to shut the servers down, um, uh-huh. and we we're all just going to pretend, you know, like it never happened and we'd go back to Dota One. But instead, apparently, some people have been complaining or suggesting different ways to change up the the face of competitive dota and Mm -hmm. valve has released their plan for next year cool so how many majors about that there's Uh majors and now there's minors and there's only one valve event per year and it's ti and the rest is up to you
0: (laughs) where do the people under 18 fit into this i don't understand how minors fit into this
1: minors not minors Please tell me you've seen Galaxy Quest. You probably haven't, have you? Oh, my God. <laughs> I've seen Galaxy Quest. Yeah, okay. Um,
0: okay. So,
1: yeah. Um, so Valve is... Yeah. I mean, we've... Yeah. We, we've been having a chit-chat, you know, on the podcast the past months, whatever now, about people complaining about certain things, about how the current dota 2 competitive scene is and you know there's a lot of bitching about it on reddit and stuff like that and it's the internet and you know whatever it's people are always gonna have complaints there is certainly you know we mentioned that we thought there was legitimate you know issues and stuff personally the issue of like not enough third-party tournaments are like oh look at the number of tournaments held per year declining i i mean i quantity or quality over quantity honestly i mean i know they're not totally separate, but it does not concern mm-hmm. me that we don't have a ton of shitty tournaments. Like, Well, <laughs> I think... Not that um, they were shitty before, but like... Yeah, but I, I think, like, I, alternatively,
0: I think like, like, imagine if there was like, good, reliable Dota where major teams were taking it seriously and playing their hearts out every week. Imagine if you could be on a schedule where you're like, oh, like, whether you want this or not, but just envision, like, mm-hmm. Oh shit! It's Monday night. Let's go watch some Dota. It's EG. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I think I think there's, there's there is definitely a certain
1: appeal to that, depending. So you know, I want to
0: yeah, I want to address real quick. Um, we have discussed this a lot. We've had a lot of thoughts. We've had a lot of positions, and I think the 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 thing you can say the most to our credit. Is that we've had an open mind. <laughs> and the thing you could say against us is that we've kind of, we've gone back and forth and waffled a bit, right? Yeah. Or at least I feel, I feel it's fair to say Changed that I've, I've, kind of been a little, yeah. right?
1: Um, didn't really and hold strong positions.
0: Right. Like, I, who cares? We're wrong. We're all not, time. right. Well, that's, that's what I want to say basically is like, we off, we throw in our two cents. We feel like we can offer you guys a, a fun, engaging personality personality a fun engaging <laughs> podcast and we can sort of update you on dota news if you haven't been keeping up and and share our thoughts but like there's a reason we aren't going to ti you know Wait. like we're not professional analysts Wait. and what oh yeah sorry nick they canceled the tick i wasn't gonna t- i didn't want to mention it on air that we, oh, we had well, that deal and it fell awkward. through um okay well yeah so on. we don't get paid for this and like that's like not like we need to get paid for it but like there are people that do this that are better at it than us. So, like, we go back and forth
1: because we talk to smart people and they change our minds. But also, I feel like, I mean, we've said this before, just because you are a super smart person and you do work in Dota doesn't necessarily mean you know what's best for the scene. I mean, you it's bordering on, like, hey, you don't know what you're talking about. Not what I mean. It's more like if you're in the scene, perhaps you don't really know. Like what the demographic is. I mean, not that we have any more info on the demographic than them, but like if you're super serious into a thing, you can have a very different perspective than perhaps what most of the other people, because most people aren't, you know, working in Dota who watch Dota or play Dota, you know, have on the scene.
0: There's a, there's a guy at my work who's very into the St. Louis Cardinals. He's very into the St. Louis Cardinals. And on a few occasions, he's tried to talk car, like baseball with me. And I don't have, like, I don't hate baseball. Baseball's okay. Mm-hmm. I'll watch baseball sometimes. And he's like, Oh man, what'd you think about like blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I'm not informed enough to answer <laughs> that. And he's just kind of baffled. What? It's like, that's, and that's, you know, And he's still just a hardcore fan, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I think sometimes professionals can have that relationship to their audience where it's hard for them to conceive of how
1: uninformed and disengaged (laughs) the audience can be. Yeah, And just, you know, I mean, they naturally have different interests in, in, you know, certain aspects of the scene, how things exist. Yeah. So, okay. So what the hell is going on, I guess we should say. Yeah. I um, mean, first off, we don't know. Like, that's... A lot of people are making a lot of assumptions, but we don't really know any specifics. What Valve has said is is that they're not doing majors anymore. Right. And they've set up a system where third parties can come in and get a tournament of theirs. It's not quite clear what the format has to be or like if they're going to have... Some sort of creativity allowed, but it basically has to have a land final and a qualifier from each region, each major region, and it has to have a minimum prize pool of half a million to be a major or 150k to be a minor, and then Valve will double that prize pool, that base prize pool, mm-hmm. by offering their own 50 or 500k or 150k. Mm-hmm.
0: Beyond that, so we don't, and they also said really they have also said they're going to manage the uh, schedule in order to make sure that they don't, like, have un- awkward overlaps, right? Yeah.
1: They say that, you know, their quote is, we will directly manage the schedule. So they're only going to mm-hmm. allow a certain a certain number in a certain time period or make sure there's no overlap. What that time period is, we don't know. But I think a bigger thing is, and one that I guess we didn't really directly talk about as much, but is probably on a lot of the pros' minds, I'm sure, and casters and analysts and stuff, There's now, like, an actual system to be invited to TI. These are qualifying points that are going to be tracked throughout the year. And you're going to win a qualifying point amount based on if you win a tournament based on the prize pool. And also based on the time of year. So if you're closer to TI, you're going to get more points than you would, you know, right after TI, which makes sense.
0: Here's the thing that's really scary to me about this. And this is, like, this is without the deep. We'll do deeper. Here is the part that's scary to me of this initial shallow part. Qualifying points will be granted based on placement. They accumulate on individual players. Yeah. So, it all but guarantees a pre-TI explosion of roster shuffles as people try to combine to make teams with enough points to get invited. I mean... And like, like you, you're... I've, I I may be wrong. It feels like you're about to say. I mean, how much worse could it be? And I
1: think the answer is going to be Jesus sure. Christ. Uh-huh. It'll be worse. It 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 gives an incentive for that kind of thing. It gives an incentive for some organization to like right before the roster lock say, hey. And the way it works is only the top three point contributors on a team basically contribute to the actual team qualifying points amount. So you can't just buy five. You can buy three players, though, who have enough qualifying points to get you into TI.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You could do that because there's going to be leaderboards persistent throughout the year, so you can actually like track who has the highest qualifying points. Yeah, it's, and I mean it it's seems... good. Like it's a good thing. It encourages. It's one of the main things people want. You know, it encourages teams to take lower. You know, quote unquote, lower prize pool tournaments more seriously because it allows you like it gets you a seat into ti if you do well enough yeah that's true and i'm sure it could be used other ways too like maybe they could use it as a way to determine invites for a major or something that's probably up to the third parties but Mm -hmm. it's probably a good thing i mean again we have no idea the specifics like the actual ramp up of points towards ti because if you make you know on the one hand Things that happen a year before TI are like very, very distant. I mean, wings don't exist anymore. Like none of their players are going to TI. And that was just a year ago. But on the same like hand, why, why do you care about events after TI or, you know, until some point on the curve at which you ramp up the actual qualifying point number based on how close you are to TI? You have to like have an incentive throughout the year, but you can't like over, overweight it. I guess. Mm -hmm. So here,
0: like, we're going to get to the portion where we talk a little deeper about this. Um, I have a thing that I think is big. Should I just go ahead and go, or do you want to go for it? Captain Colin? So I think this has been the plan all along. I think, what do you mean by all along? I mean, since they first started the major system, they were working up to this. I think this is the plan, and this was always the plan. And here is the reason I say that. First off, we had first three majors, and then two, they were ramping them down year by year. We never had tournaments in the same city. A lot of the time, we didn't have them in the same region year to year. They were testing out the viability of various regions for holding a big tournament and sort of showing tournament organizers in various regions, like, look, there is talent in your in your region. You could have a tournament here. Here's what it would look like. You can see this example of what a tournament in the Philippines looks like, of what a tournament in China looks like, of what a tournament in Kiev looks like, all over the place. I think they have, like, this is getting into some of the stuff from uh, Eternal Envy's blog. Eternal Envy talked about how um, at some of the majors, some of the more recent majors the basically the 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 tournament's support for feeding players got more stingy and when they asked valve about it valve said it was an experiment your experiment cuz you're looking to gather data and like of course they could be using that data for their own tournaments right that's that's obviously or they could be gathering that data so they know how much they should help out any majors and minors that they're sponsoring, but not running themselves. Lastly, and this is the big point. Do you remember the Frankfurt Major? Mm-hmm. Do you remember what the battle pass for the Frankfurt Major was called?
1: The Fall
0: Compendium? Was it called a compendium still? It was called a battle pass. It was a, a Fall Battle Pass. Battle pass. Yeah. Now, that's a really important phrase. look at for a second and this is true for all of them this wasn't the frankfurt battle pass this was the fall battle pass it was for a season in theory it could encompass multiple tournaments and in fact we saw a battle pass that did encompass more than one tournament more than one major so we've had battle passes that encompassed multiple tournaments They've always been phrased in a way that did not indicate the specific tournament. We've had experimentation with how many majors there are and how spaced apart they are. We've had experimentations with the format of the majors and how they're run and how they're budgeted and how they're produced. This is all set up because from the start, with those names, with those the fall battle pass, they're planning to say this is the battle pass for the fall. They'll keep selling those, and then all majors and minors that happen within the fall... Will be in the fall battle pass. This was always the plan, and that's why they didn't tie them to the majors. That's okay. why they separated the compendium. Out. So I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna completely disagree. I'm gonna say that they've come up with this after, you know, experiment. I mean, they definitely do experiment. I mean, that's what Valve does, you know, a lot because they, they've changed up, you know, format and stuff, and they've changed the, the number this year. But I think with only two years, I don't think. I mean, they certainly used what they learned and stuff, I'm sure, and will be using it to to decide how they make decisions and choose tournaments and fund it and stuff this year. I just think it's a not a happy coincidence, but I doubt, I highly doubt it was, like, the goal. I don't think you can detect a trend when you have a a year of three and then a year of two and then zero. I don't know if that's really... It probably... It doesn't matter, necessarily. I mean... I mean, when we first found out about this a few days ago, I think we were... I mean, I was at least kind of, like, surprised. it was like, wait, what? Really? Wow. Okay, they're going to do this because some people were talking about, you know, having them do a system like this. But what we do agree on is that, oh, wait, this is perfectly Valve. Like, I didn't... At first, it didn't make sense. I'm like, oh, wow, they're, like, kind of doing, like, a big community-type thing. However... This means that there's only one Valve event a year. And I like, again, we don't know the specifics. So it's hard to draw conclusions. We don't know if they're going to at all support third party organizations in terms of like, you know, actual player support and travel costs, you know, helping people out with visas and stuff like that. It's very much like not stated in this blog post. There's nothing about that. It says that they will contribute, you know, the additional 500K or 150K towards the tournament. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it says they'll help, like, you know, they're going to try to help the scene grow more organically, they say. So they're going to work more closely with third party tournaments. But, I mean, they say they're going to directly sponsor them. It doesn't say that they're going to help out these organizers or anything and so they're basically taking a more passive role. They're, like, stepping back. They're more in the shadows. Like, they're not going to have necessarily staff running these – well, at all. They're not going to have staff running these tournaments. Like, this removes a lot – or it places another barrier of uh, of blame to soak up before the blame gets back to Valve, right? You can blame Valve for saying, hey, you shouldn't have, you know, paid – Half a million to this tournament because this tournament sucked and they mistreated people and Valve, you know, they didn't choose the talent, they didn't pay the talent, probably. So it's basically Valve having to do less, Mm -hmm. right? Because we talk about, or at least I do, about how they're a small company and they only have so much like manpower. And that's like just the way they're designed. This way they have to, I mean, even with trying to work with third-party people. I mean, that's just like someone coming into an office every day for the most part. It doesn't require actual tournament organizing staff. It doesn't, I mean, PGL has done the last stuff, but there's still, you know, Valve is the, the administrators for these tournaments. And overall, they do the actual decision making on who to, who to hire and stuff like that for the production company. So, I mean, doing less work <laughs> and just kind of like giving a little bit of money. That this seems like a win-win for Valve. I don't don't necessarily like it, but I think it's a very Valve thing to do. So I agree with you. I'm going to very
0: quickly double down on my argument with a few more points. (laughs) One, DAC. That was basically a practice major, so we actually kind of have three years of it. Four, How many years are you going to experiment with tournaments on this game for? Like, I don't think there was ever in the cards for them to do ten years of research. That is... Okay. Throwing that out there. Can move on. Um, I... I hope that part of this is a consolidation of some sort of communication. Because my big problem... like. I've watched a Dota turn- third-party Dota tournaments and been like, this is badly produced, right? That's happened. But that's not generally my experience. It's the same talent that's at most Valve events. It's the same teams that are at most Valve events. When there are issues, it is normally that I feel like they communicate like shit and I'm not aware the tournament is even happening or when it's happening and I'm not like when there's a major i know and i'm ready for it and i'm like oh shit major's next week this is great let me tell my friends we could watch a few games together and when it's star ladder i'm like oh shit star ladder grand finals are today i didn't see any of this tournament
1: you know i mean yeah i mean that's probably related to to how i feel about it it's just there's smaller tournaments too like there were there were valid I mean, people were complaining about this, but there was a valid point that TI and somewhat the majors overshadowed everything else. But like, I was kind of fine with it as like a casual viewer. Again, you know, we know nothing about pro things or people who are in the scene, but as a very casual viewer myself, I'm kind of fine with that. Like you have these three and, you know, four in the past premium valve events per year and you're not, you know, you're not going to see like a G2A ad or like a random, like gaming chair ad in the middle of your event, and it it just feels more like premium. It feels more. I don't want to say serious. Special. I don't know. It just feels. It's it does feel special. Yeah. I mean, you have the Shanghai Major, the Frankfurt Major. You know, you had the Manila Major. If it it was. A, like special event it's like you know it's like the opens in
0: tennis, if it's like, oh shit, it's Wimbledon, right, and like, yeah, yeah I, I realize, guys, I realize that the comparison is a little bit silly. <laughs> here
1: comes the shitty analogies from um
0: head. but like
1: there is when the object of a thing is not to make money directly from the thing like and that's what the majors were the majors i mean they probably made money like they sold tickets i mean huge prize pool like 3 million that's a lot and then you had to rent out the venue and stuff like that but valve had battle passes and like i'm sure they far they were not uh not in the red for the majors by no. any stretch of the imagination but the uh, like the tournament was just its own thing like right, they already made their money from the battle pass which you know supports the tournament and stuff like that but you're not trying to like squeeze money out of your Twitch viewers or stuff like that not that i think other things do that but it's just it's like your intention and where your focus is going to be is different so this is a bit of a
0: left turn it's something that was said a while ago that i wanted to go back to right is they talked about, Valve talked about how they wanted to do this to cultivate the scene more naturally, right? Or grow the scene more, more naturally. organic, organically. Organically. Yes. That, was, that was their GMO choice. GMO-free Dota. Um, the scene isn't growing. If you look at Dota 2's player
1: base, Dota is not growing. Dota, I mean, most esports aren't, period. I mean... Is that true? League hasn't released the League hasn't released their player numbers as far as I know in years. Huh. Cuz it like it would hit a peak and then it kind of went down like a little bit. I mean, have a crazy, you know, millions amount of players of of League, but I'm pretty sure there's like a general somewhat stagnation. I bet that
0: Heroes of the Storm has grown because pretty much nowhere to go but up from
1: zero, right? I mean, is, Ooh, if, <laughs> is there esports uh, like yes. competitive, time? or at least okay. they tried? H- I don't know. Hots. I don't know if it survived.
0: They tried. Um, huh. Okay. I think they, I think it probably survived. I feel like I've mm-hmm.
1: seen some, some some hints it, at it. Mm-hmm. it. Is even CS:GO not growing? I don't know. Maybe I should look at the numbers. But yeah. I know I've definitely seen things before where it's like, hey, like it's. There's only so much expansion you can do with esports, and yeah. then it's gonna be more slow. It's not gonna be this explosive thing that the internet, like, helps. Sure. But, like, I mean, okay, I think
0: this is me, Colin Dutmar, Dota 2 player. I think Dota 2 is every bit League of Legends is equal, if not better, right? Like, to, there's a certain extent to which Dota is just more my taste than League of Legends is, and I don't wanna be too, like, it's definitively better, because fucking that's not an interesting statement, right? <laughs> um But, like, well, they may have shrunk, but I guarantee League has, like, at least twice the player base that Dota has, right?
1: Oh, looks like, probably an order of magnitude. Right,
0: right. Massively, massively more, and it's like, wh- I feel like Dota has room to grow. I mean, yeah. And... The problem, in my opinion, is that I don't know if I've ever played a competitive game, a, a multiplayer game, that is so bad at teaching people anything. And, like, I don't think the game is inherent. Like, once you... I don't know. If there's... There's such a wall to basic competence. And once you clear that wall, mm. then you can figure out how to teach yourself new things. And I think it's fine. But that initial wall is so savage. And I don't think it's enough to just be like, Oh, and we launched Dota 2 Reborn. And here's this mission where you play as Luna. And if the tower shoots you, the game says, don't, don't walk away from the tower. Like, that's not mm-hmm. like I appreciate that is better than doing nothing. But there need to be dramatic changes done to how we teach new people things if we ever plan to grow this game.
1: I think I disagree. I'm just developing this live. But Dota, you know, we don't have to convince anyone of this, is hard. Mm -hmm. It's harder than League. I think that's like an objective statement you can make. It's harder than League. And, you know, for new players especially... And you can't do anything about that without changing the game. And I feel like, you know, you, you know, there's definitely room to grow in like making more clear tutorials and stuff like that or more, you know, better resources and stuff to learn the fundamentals. But at some point you're going to have to like have a fairly strong motivation to want to play this game. Sure. And it's not going to just be like an easy ramp up. You have to actually like. Have some sort of reason to do it, and I don't you know most people a lot of people aren't gonna have the motivation to you know they're not gonna have the time they're not gonna want to spend their time on it, and maybe they don't get you know the same thing out of it that us who play it do and i don't I don't know how much you can honestly change that by just having a better you know tutorial system or better resources. I think it helps. But the degree to which it does, I don't know about it. I That's why I'm thinking that maybe you know, the explosive growth period is just not gonna come back. I don't want explosive growth. Like I mean
0: well, I wouldn't mind it, I guess, but like Oh yeah. But, I think like, okay. A friend of ours picked up the uh beta, I guess, of Lawbreakers, which is a multiplayer shooter with some complicated mechanics. Isn't that
1: the Overwatch clone? <laughs> It's not an over it's no, it's not okay, it's like it's I'm thinking of a different game
0: it's a weird like anyway, it's a weird thing, um okay, it's trying to be more like quake or unreal tournament, really um, okay. but uh they were playing this game, and they got into like a like a sort of like a demo match or whatever you know, like a bot match. And it was like, oh, how do I play? And they hit the tutorial thing and it said, Go to our YouTube channel to find out how to play. It's like, No, you fucked up. <laughs> like, this this may be a dramatic stance to take, but if ever you say, Go track down a YouTuber to learn how to play the game and like if that's <laughs> your company line, then you have fucked up. And I I am not like Maybe it would be possible to have some kind of like literal game design innovation that shocks the industry and makes Dota fun to teach people, right? I'm not expecting Mm -hmm. that. What I am expecting is that it's possible to learn about all the mechanics in Dota within Dota without just stumbling upon it randomly. I think we need that. I feel like the fact that All things like... All the mechanics like, in Dota? That's, that's so much. It's so much. Imagine if when you clicked on, you, you were, you were in hero view, right? And you're equipping your mm. items, and there's demo hero, and then there's also learn hero, and you click that, and it loads in, and it's like, here's how shackle shot works. Try and land a shackle shot under these conditions. Uh oh, they've got okay. a Lincoln sphere. Try and land a shackle shot when they have a Lincoln sphere.
1: And you just I had that for every that. hero. It's like, um, I, uh, what fighting game did you have me buy recently? Skullgirls. Mm-hmm. There was like a chapter-based like tutorial thing where it's like, "Hey, try to do this combo thing." And I'm horrible at fighting games, so it was like actually useful. It's like, okay, this is a mechanic. I can I can see that definitely. And like. That
0: even, like, I think actually Skullgirls is a great comparison, because that's a game, like, you look at that list of tutorials, and a lot of players are going to look at that and snort and say, fuck no, and that's fine. <laughs> then they probably shouldn't, like, not like they shouldn't be playing this game, but, like, they're probably not going to get serious about it, and that's fine. They're not yep. dedicated to it, and, like, they don't need to be. It's okay. This is maybe not the game for them. But, like, that, I don't know, there's there's so many, like, stacking, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There is no part of Dota where it ever tells you how to stack. <laughs> ever. And that's because it's a weird result of mechanics that originally wasn't intended. But, like, yep. thanks, Winter. it would be really neat if there was a tutorial on how to stack and pull in the game. Yeah. Without you paying yep. $5 a month to some, you know, online <laughs> service to teach you.
1: I think it's just, it would be a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It absolutely would. Because you have to actually update it every time you change things. And it's very complicated. Like Dota is very complicated. Like, stacking and pulling, you have to know the timing on each camp. You have to know where each camp is. And you have to like know what your hero is to really get the feel for it, because you now have to know, you know, how much of my auto attack swing am I gonna go through before these huge centaur things run at me as a poor Crystal Maiden level one? And like it's different, you know, Radiant Dire, and it's just going to change eventually too, and then they'll have to deal with that. I mean, it, it, it could be good. I could see that being a good thing. It would be a lot of work to keep it updated. On the other hand,
0: the current prize pool for TI7 is $20 million. And that's 25% of what they've been paid, minus 1.6 million. But you still do that math, it still adds up to they have received almost 80 million dollars for one event of the year. They have had other events this year, they've also sold items, they also sell other stuff because they're Valve. If you're going to run this game, do the work of running the game.
1: Th- that that it's, is, that it's such a hard job too much history for me to unequivocally agree but that's fair i do get what you mean and, and i think like it's such a hard job
0: but that's because they haven't like that's like a kid at the end of a semester who's like i have to do all this homework it's like well cuz you didn't do it for the entire semester you've never done your
1: homework do your homework <laughs> you've you've never done your homework since first grade it's I, and you know i get wh- i get what you mean yeah i mean There's definitely no excuse for it. I don't. I don't know why. I don't. It's just there's so much in it. It's very hard. It's like its own genre. Like they, I'm pretty sure they used to be called like Dota games Mm -hmm. before. Right, came up with Moba. Yeah, I mean, even Dota Two wiki doesn't have every mechanic, (laughs) and some of them can be like important, and you know. It wouldn't be a bad thing for that to be something that was somewhat maintained by Valve. I would agree.
0: Yeah. It's like... I And I... I,
1: I don't know. However, I don't know if that helps bring new players into the game.
0: It helps. I think it helps players that, that, that bounce off. Like, I've had... I have had friends. You have had friends, whether you know this or not. <laughs> I can tell you names <laughs> off the air of people who were like, this game is cool, but... I can't have Colin here all the time telling me how mechanics work, <laughs> and I don't know how to learn them, so I guess I'll give up.
1: I bet that person would never play Dota. Like, I bet that just isn't because, like... I mean, I played at Dota a certain with them, point, point, and they had fun. No, I mean, like, being a Dota player on their own. Hmm. I would bet most of those kind of people wouldn't. And this is not, like, you know, to talk them or anything. It's, like, literally... You're not stupid enough to just want to run up against this wall of, like, what the hell just happened? Why was there suddenly, like, this big purple guy with abs that killed my entire team after I played this video game for 50 minutes and I couldn't do anything about it? Yeah, there's something wrong with all of us. I don't know. And I'm not... Oh, absolutely. That's the thing. (laughs) It's like, I don't know how we're going to grow. I mean, I'm actually coming... I mean... Steam like track time isn't totally accurate, you know, cause you can just leave the game open stuff. I'm coming up on almost 2k hours mm-hmm. on this one video game. And I mean, even, you know, even us noobs still don't know much.
0: <clears throat> You'd think we'd be better. I don't by know.
1: You'd you think. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's hard cause it's kind of like its own standalone thing to me because it is one of the original Like, progenitors of all... I mean, it's mostly just Dota and League that are the main MOBAs, but... Dota has so much in it. Yeah. (laughs) And it's only getting more. For the most part. I mean, they removed some of these stupid armor and attack types, so I think there's only like three now. Yeah, yeah. we are
0: getting easier to teach. Are we? Yes, we really are. Like, uh, Nick... I, yeah I don't yeah. you okay. don't need to okay. click on someone to check their mana anymore. That's <laughs>
1: incredible. The technology is here. You see their level. You see their level. It's, it's but like, my skill cap uh, it's, I doff my skill cap. Yeah.
0: That's yeah, people you know this as well no, as no, I do. No, no, no. But when people say my
1: skill cap, that's not what they actually mean. What they mean is my They're skill like, but f- wait, What they mean I is would... my
0: skill floor.
1: Actually maybe I'm saying my skill cap. Because <laughs> what people say When they say my skill cap is, Hey, I had to do this the hard way. When I was growing up, we had to walk both ways, uh, uphill both ways when we went to our mid lane. And we couldn't even see if we had an opponent. And now you can see your opponent. You see their level. You see their mana, blah, blah, blah. But this, I'm almost saying like, Hey, we had it so hard to learn Dota. Why I don't think people will learn dota better or more people will learn dota if it's easier maybe we're foolish. of shit. i'm foolish. of
0: shit. I, I see this is the this is the core flaw in the my skill cap argument it is not a skill cap that's not what that means yes it's the skill floor it's right. the skill floor and once you've cleared the floor you've cleared the floor like yep. once you can play the game you can play the game like yes like Sometimes in before they added like XP bar, like before they added fucking the, the level just floating there, I would forget to click on people to check their levels. But it's not like, it's not like that's a constant struggle for me. It's not like mm-hmm. a huge part of 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 what's holding me back as a oh, player is I don't know how to check shoulders. someone's level. It's like no, you get over that, and it's 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 part of basic literacy of the game, mm-hmm. and. That is why the Maskill Cap argument, even though, like, even if you change the name to Maskill Floor, it's like, well, then fuck you. All you're saying is you want people to suffer. You're not actually saying you're devaluing what I had because you're not. Like, guess what? Those people are going to come in. They're going to play the game. You're going to kick the shit out of them. You're going to eat their fucking lunch. You're going to make them cry. Yeah. They're going to report you because you're a bad person. Like, it's yeah. fine. You're still good at Dota. <laughs> I am still feeling myself from last night when I fucking (laughs) enemy team took Roche. I fired a blind hook shot into fog of war by the radiant ancients and I hit an invis drow and we killed her.
1: And it's just like, we had, we had some good games this week.
0: Yeah. And like that, that play, like listen, part of what makes it amazing is that it's not amazing. Plenty of players with my level of experience could have done that because all I did was I was like, okay, Roach happened X number of seconds ago. The most mm-hmm. logical path of retreat is this one. They will be right here. And I was right because I played so much of this game because we've all played so much of this game. <laughs> They're not going to add a yep. new UI element that takes that away from me.
1: Yep. Maybe they should make better tutorial, more better make make their own wiki of things. I don't know. I mean they definitely will never do it, but, but they probably should. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, I
0: don't know. I uh I love Dota. I want more people to experience it. I want this game to continue to grow. I want it to thrive. I want to get more
1: than one hero a year, maybe. I don't know if I do. I I've had I've had conflicting thoughts on this in the past. I would like a pace at, of three. On one hand but... you're League of Legends and you release tons of new heroes all the time. I don't yeah, I don't want that. But we already have over a hundred something something heroes. I don't know if I want new ones super often anymore. I don't know if that's sustainable. Nick, here's my idea. Okay. Two new heroes a year. Every time you add a hero, you cut a hero. <laughs> I love it. Brilliant. Let's first retire an item, and it's Hand of Midas. Yes. Because I hate that item so fucking much. Oh. And I love playing Invoker, and it's kind of almost necessary to play Invoker well. But it's oh, my pups. <laughs> My pub's calling. It's gotten worse. I actually
0: do think somehow. you should remove Hand of Midas from the game. I, think I legitimately
1: to... think, like, I legitimately think this, that you should remove Hand of Midas from the game and because I... it's hurting pubs so much.
0: And I think it might make sense to add a new item to sort of fill the niche it filled. Or maybe not. I don't know. We'll see how we do without it. But, like...
1: Ice Strike has plenty of ideas. Even, so he could fix it. Even when it's used well, it's a boring item. It's had too high, like... It was such a good item for too long that now even if you make it shitty, my st- stupid people, annoying people in my three K skill bracket will just buy this item on every hero, every game, and you just like waste. God, tangent end. It's it's. <laughs> you can see I have feelings. It's the it. worst. Okay, I, I, you could swing two heroes a year. I think up to three. Three to four. Nick, that I'm Legion... I'm going to say four is my hard cap. ...was Legion Jungle,
0: and she went Midas before Blink. <clears throat> Midas
1: before Blink as a jungle. In the jungle. In the jungle. And it wasn't quick. Nothing about anything it was quick. Ah. Ah. And by the time they're out, at, like, they've almost lost the game. <laughs> Boy, and then we won it. We turned it around. Because I'm not
0: better than Not anybody. because of the Legion. <laughs> no. No. I mean, the Legion... What? frankly the legion was was better than i expected the legion was okay but yeah, like
1: i mean they mm, they normally are but no decision no <laughs> they're normally i not. mean mechanic wise they're normally like they're better than i would think given their shitty shitty itemization
0: <laughs> Shit.
1: oh. but, but yes so anyways <laughs> back to new new dota event no i things.
0: think we're i think we're good
1: no, we're going <laughs> You have more? How, more you have to I say. Mean, <laughs> more you have. I Just, you know, coming back out of the, like, the Dota hole of growth discussion, we'll have to see. Like, I'm optimistic. Yep. I think this could be a good change. I am going to kind of miss, like, I think the feel of premium events. But at the same time, I, I love the summit. I love, like, all those sort of casual nonsense stuff that people do, too. So I'll probably be, be fine. <laughs> we have TI. It's still always going to be special. Yeah. They'll, they'll figure and it out. And we'll just kind of have to see how much creative leeway they give with people. Cause you could kind of have leagues with this, right? Like you could have, like I think the Mars Dota 2 league is going on right now, and I'm not quite sure what that is, but I know it is a thing. And I think EG were in it. I don't know. But you could have a sort of like league ish, and this is like a, a format league mm-hmm. <laughs> type thing, where you have somewhat like you have over a more extended period, you have more games where people aren't playing in a tournament format where you get eliminated. You're just playing for like points and stuff, and then at the end you have a land grand finals because you have to have a land final to to be a major or minor. Do they allow that? Do they allow <laughs> Suns fans a uh, captain's draft or reverse captain's draft or? Are they going to be more strict? Who knows? Well, I
0: think, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there'll be more developments in the pro scene. I'm sure we'll get to hear more next week because yes. it just yes. keeps happening. But for this episode, thanks everybody for joining us. This has been Bottle Crow Reborn. We're a Dota 2 podcast that you can find on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Wow. Any ratings or reviews there would be greatly appreciated. If you appreciate the work that that I do here, you can find me on ScanLineMedia.com where I have other articles and podcasts including another one where Nick appears, friend request he appears
1: as a guest wow. on an episode um, I was let out of my box Yeah. for another episode
0: and if you want to help us out with, with the work of ScanLine you can go to Patreon.com any contributions help us cover more stuff by getting us more games and more equipment but it doesn't go into our pockets I want to give a big thank you to Reddit user Promodi for use of his harmonies of new Bloom music pack which you can hear as our intro and outro music around here and you can also buy in-game and Dota 2. I also want to give a big thank you to Ashley Ryan, a.k.a. Vimy who is the artist who we, oh no,
1: brain, oh, no.
0: who we commissioned for our podcast art. You can find her on Patreon at patreon.com slash Vimy or on Twitter at slash Vimy if you want a commission of your own or if you just want to appreciate some good art. Thanks so art. much, folks. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Peace out.